This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. This is the Jason Walker Show. You can watch it on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We are back live as well. And uh, also have the uh, replays at jasonwalkershow.com. Our Twitter handle, at jwalkersports. Our email, jason at jasonwalkershow.com. And uh, phone number, 406-209-1267. You can uh, expect a great 2023 great sponsors, and of course you, the great fans of the show. Coming up today, we're going to talk to Montana State women's basketball coach Trisha Binford, picked up her 300th career victory over the weekend, and uh, we'll talk about her and the season. Also, Scott Evans, former Helena High football coach, will join us and uh, fill us in on his thoughts of what happened last night in the NFL with uh, DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. We'll have all that and uh, much more on this day in history. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco and uh, much, much more. But that's where we are uh, going to begin. By the way, the walk-up presented by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry with three distinct divisions so you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. And uh, over 50 years experience, you can always check them out at yourcustomlog.com to get started with three today. I don't know. So you Hold on. What is that? Always check them out. It's at yourcustomlog.com to get started. We've got with the three uh, today. I don't know. So you Hold on. What is that? Is that check going on? At yourcustomlog.com <laughs> to get started. 2023, and we're already having issues. I love it. Uh, technically, not really. Um, okay. Let's see if I can do this again um, <laughs> without messing it up too much worse. Uh, let's see here. Anyway, uh, that is where we are going to begin today is with what happened in the NFL last night. And, man, a scary situation. Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills um, making a tackle, a routine tackle, standing up, and then immediately dropping. And... Suffered cardiac arrest. That's what the Buffalo Bills put out at uh, 11.49 last night and uh, mountain time. But his heart had to be restarted with an AED. They performed CPR for over nine minutes and uh, got him to the hospital. Last update, he was critical but stable. They put him in basically a coma with a, a tube down his throat. He was intubated, could not breathe on his own. And it was scary watching it. It was, you know, immediately my thoughts went to Hank Gathers uh, when he collapsed on the court and died 
with uh, Loyola Marymount in the early 90s. And, man, what a just a scary situation. The NFL, you know, took a while to, to cancel the game or postpone it indefinitely, which is the right call. No question about that. And, yeah, you know, we don't talk national sports a lot, but this affects everybody. And the whole, you know, the whole country was watching last night. News people, sports people became news people. And uh, kudos to, not congrats, but kudos to the ESPN crew who did an amazing job in something that nobody has dealt with. And, you know, thoughts and prayers, obviously, with uh, Hamlin and his family as he, you know, looks to recover. Everybody's a Buffalo Bills fan right now. Everybody's a DeMar Hamill, a Hamlin fan right now. And just wishing the best for that young man. And football was not important last night. And you could see the looks on the faces of teammates, opponents, people in the stands, coaches, everybody. Lisa Salters got emotional when, when talking, uh, the sideline reporter for ESPN. And a lot of people were giving her a hard time. And you try to keep your emotions out of it, but it's, it, nobody's dealt with something like what happened last night on the football field. So you just don't know and what's going on. But, you know, the, the best to him and in a speedy recovery just a recovery at all at this point. Um, this was brought up a lot today. You know, the NFL has no plans right now to reschedule this game. They don't know about the ne- you know this weekend. If I'm an NFL player, I, I don't know on any team how I could take the field. And we'll talk to Scott Evans about this coming up. You know, he's been around the game. He played it. He's coached it. Um, how, how can coaches get back on the field? How can players get back on the field? For not just the Bills and the Bengals, but, you know, every team in the NFL. And it's definitely something that's going to go through minds. I think counselors need to be in all NFL facilities this week, talking with anybody who wants. And guys in the NFL need to put that macho-ness aside and, and talk about feelings and their emotions because this is going to affect players, coaches, referees, everybody for a long time moving forward. And very big, you know, I, I've worked with trainers a lot over the last 10 years in this business, and they are trained they go to classes. They're always updating and learning, and that's something that they do for that reason. Um, I know at the University of Providence, we have all of our staff has to be CPR certified because you don't know if you're going to walk down the hall and something happens and you have to deliver CPR. But by all accounts, that saved his life last night. The quick response by the athletic trainers, the medical staff on, on site, and, of course, UC's uh, Cincinnati's uh, medical facility as well. Um, Skip Bayless is an ass. His tweet last night about you can't cancel this game, there's too much on the line. Not the time, dude. And Fox Sports needs to cancel Skip Bayless. I know we're talking about somebody's job. Guy's got more money than he, than he needs. He did a show today alone because Shannon Sharp 
refused to show up to work to work with him. And Skip Bayless needs to go. And I don't know if, I mean, he tried to quantify his, his tweet last night that, you know, basically it, that's what it said was there's no way they can stop this game. You've got, you know, playoff seedings on the line and, and the such. Um, but now that, that was not the time last night, Skip. You know, moving forward, I bet MGM Sports came out and said, you know, that game never happened. So with the gambling, the, the fantasy leagues, the things like that, you know, it's, 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 it's way too early to even worry about that. And there was people online last night saying, look, this game needs to be played. You know, injuries have happened in the past. They get up and play. But I, I thought the NFL didn't react the right way at first. And then they did by postponing that game and give all the credit to coaches uh, Sean McDermott and Shaq, uh, Zach Taylor and the players for saying, dude, we're not going back out there. There's no way. You just saw a teammate get administered CPR, and there was a lot of people online, Facebook, Twitter, uh, a couple of text messages from friends of mine that are in the medical profession that said, you know, if you've seen actual CM CPR being performed, it's it's scary. And people that have to, you know, have to perform the CPR, that affects them down down the road too. So that's something that is going to have to be discussed. And everything's on the table. Was it the hit? What happened? Did 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 it? Did he hit get hit just right like we've seen in baseball where a guy gets hit in the chest? We saw it in Helena. Guy gets hit in the chest and his heart stops. You see it in sports a lot. You see it in life where somebody can punch in the chest and stop your heart. Was it the vax? And I know people are going to freak out, but I, I there's over 250 healthy student athletes or athletes that have just passed away suddenly in the last two years. Soccer players, basketball players, football players, baseball players, you name it, it's happened. Whether it's collapsing on the field of play or dying suddenly outside the field of play. That is something that's going to have to be discussed. You can weigh in on the Twitter at Sports. You can email the show, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com or JasonWalkerSports at gmail.com. You can also uh, call in or text 406-209-1267. Not the way you want to start a new year, but, you know, it's it's one one of those deals that nobody, you can't plan for. And it's, it's what's here with us right now. So, um, happier news. So not so happy two days before Christmas when we had to, uh, put one of our dogs down our second one in 2022, uh, Pixie went in August and uh, pig, the Chihuahua, um, had to be put down two days before Christmas. My wife, it was, those were her puppies and absolute mostly good dogs um so new year's eve she can't sleep so she's scrolling humane society and there's this thing called home to home she gets a hold of one of the 
people that has one of these dogs just to meet it. And now we have a new puppy. His name is Jordan. Um, my daughter wanted to call him Rainbow Dash Boy, but uh, his name is Jordan. He is a cute little mix of mini Aussie lab, uh, black mouth cur, and Idaho shag. And uh, he's 10 weeks old. He'll be 11 weeks old uh, tomorrow, I guess. So um, we named him Jordan because my wife is a huge Michael Jordan fan. I like Jordan Spieth on the golf course. So his government name will be Michael Jeffrey Jordan Alexander Spieth. But uh, we call him Jordan. And he's great with the little one. She loves him to death already. And uh, so, yeah, we have a new puppy. So now we're back to three. We have my dog, Shay, the 34-pound mini Aussie that's not mini. Um, and then Penny, who is the oldest lady of the group. She is uh, like 14 or something. And now a 10-week-old puppy. And it was funny because a couple of days before New Year's, my wife and I were talking. And, and she goes, when I'm ready, we'll get a new puppy. But not going to be a puppy. We're going to go to the shelter. Humane Society here in Lewis and Clark County. And we're going to get an older dog. I don't want a potty train. I don't want a puppy train. I don't want to do any of that. Guess what? We have a puppy now. <laughs> so we're doing all of that. But anyway, uh, let's see here. Great things happened over the weekend. Uh, locally, Trisha Binford picking up her 300th career victory. We'll talk to her coming up. Uh, Cam Hilborn and Jamie Pickens each setting great marks at Carroll College, the former Helena High standouts, three Peters, um, each played a year. Cam at uh, MSU for a year, Jamie at U of M for a year before coming back to uh, Helena and played for Rochelle Sayers and Carroll College. And Cam and Jamie are our auto concepts performances of the week. Uh, Jamie crossing the thousand point barrier in her career at Carroll, and Cam Hilborn becoming Carroll's all time assist leader currently sitting at 418, and she's done this in three and a half years. And she has always been a great facilitator. Jamie's always been a great scorer and teammate. And how, how prophetic that Hillborn's record-breaking assist came to Jamie Pickens. So those are our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. Cam Hilborn, Jamie Pickens of Carroll College, congratulations. Make sure you stop into Auto Concepts for all of your auto enhancement needs. Gift certificates are still a great idea, even after Christmas. Um, and, you know, the snow at some point is going to melt this year. But remote starters, it's going to be cold again. We're st we still haven't gotten to February. It's going to be cold again. Remote starters are fantastic. Lift kits, grill guards, anything. Auto Concepts will do it right. Bed rugs, tonneau covers. Yep. Get into Auto Concepts in Helena today. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll talk to Trisha Binford. 300 career victories at Montana State. Scott Evans is going to join us a little bit later on, too. Still got the walk off, the uh, on this day in history, and uh, much more still to come here. On the Jason Walker Show, the walk up is brought to you by 
Montana Custom Log Homes. They are the premier log home company in the industry. Veteran-owned, family-owned, woman-owned, and operated over 15 different floor plans. They will build you a home crafted the last for generations. And it's not just a saying. It's true. They built a bar in the Bahamas that withstood a Category 2 hurricane within the first couple of months. It's still going. So, and that was a few years ago. Get in, uh, check out Montana Custom Log Homes today at yourcustomlog.com. Trisha Benford, coming when we come back here on a Tuesday, New Year, same great show, Jason Walker Show. Hang on. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of The Jason Walker Show. L&P Grocery offers Boulder a convenient shopping experience. Whether you're stopping in for a few things or stocking up for the week ahead, from fresh produce and meat to all the staples you need to feed your family, you'll find it here. L&P Grocery is also proud to have partnerships with local brands and carry products unique to the area. Stop by to exchange propane tanks, pick up fishing tackle, grab your prescription, or get your photo taken at the pitcher kiosk. They're delighted to be the one-stop shop for local area Boulder residents who want to support local business. Visit lnpgrocery.com and at 215 North Main Street. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. 
Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, live on a Tuesday. Of course, you can always watch any previous show or this one. JasonWalkerShow.com is the website. Nearly 50, we're 54 countries now and still 49 states. I, I don't know why New Hampshire won't tune in. If somebody from, knows somebody in New Hampshire to watch the show so we can get all 50 states, that'd be great. Obviously, America, number one. Montana, the number one state. We're huge in Ireland and Canada. I don't know why, but hey, we'll take it. We've had people tune in in Costa Rica, Brazil, Australia, the African continent, Russia. Yeah, we're huge. Ooh, that's a good song. We'll save that one for later, maybe. Uh, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Scott Evans is going to talk about what happened last night in the NFL on the field and uh, how, how would he have dealt with that as a coach? And uh, is he getting back into coaching? We'll ask him that. And on this day in history, coming up as well as the walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco. So uh, over the weekend... Montana State women, the defending Big Sky Conference champions, fell to Idaho on the road. And then on Saturday, picked up a, a big win at Eastern Washington in Cheney, giving head coach Trisha Binford her 300th career victory. And she joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline, to talk about it. Well, first off, Coach, happy holidays. Um, how does Christmas change as the kids get older for you? <laughs> how does Christmas change? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it seems it's almost the same every year. It just sometimes feels a little bit shorter. You know, you're in, in your seasons, but, uh, you know, the, the present choices change for my my initial family and now it appears that uh they're kind of running the christmas for us a little bit with them getting older so uh, it's just a really special time of year and obviously we want what we want to reflect on and um jesus birth and 
uh, one of my favorite pieces is when the team comes back on the 26th and we get to have a Christmas party with them as well. And uh, so it's just a special time to reflect and have some time together and appreciation. And uh, But, you know, you're just trying to get presents in and, and uh, lots of stockings. Yeah, definitely. We're talking with Trisha Benford, Montana State women's basketball head coach, who Saturday picked up her 300th career victory all at MSU. When I say 300, what's that number mean? Um, well, a lot of people just say that uh, shows your, your age. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, I uh, have been the beneficiary of amazing kids to have coached, amazing staff to have been a part of, and a community and an administration and presidents that have um, really supported us. And, so, you know, the ability to do it in one place um, is a little bit unusual, but I think it's, you know, it, it's taken an entire team to do that. And um, a lot of people that have been bought into a vision and made sacrifices and been super selfless. And we're just really blessed to be a part of this community and raise our family here. And, um, uh, but we're not done yet. We've got a lot more to get. And um, every single one seems like it's really hard fought and uh, just excited to be a part of all these kids' journeys. Where, when was your first win at Montana State? My first year? No, your first win. First win. So this is embarrassing, but uh, first win was actually in uh, January. It took us entirely till the conference to get our first win my first season. And I remember Dan Davies uh, got me the game ball. And uh, so we had it on my shelf for a couple of years. And finally, I'm like, I want to take that down because it was so long to get it. And um, But it was a baseline out of bounds play. I think it was against Northern Arizona and Amanda DeHaan, we had an inbounds play and she hit a jumper and, and we just said whole, whole crowd and the team went crazy. It was our first win. And, uh, and then, you know, just kind of started building from there. But, uh, that team, you know, we were just, we were just building at that time. And, um, you know, we got a great foundation in place. And one of those young ladies on that team, Scott Morton, uh, just uh, spoke again with our team yesterday. She's the um, director of sports performance, mental performance. And we had her on a Zoom call. And it's just kind of a, a fun cycle of time to see all the young ladies we've been a part of in their journeys. And now they're coming back and helping our programs. And, uh, yeah, but that was a hard fought win. And I think it was like January 3rd or 4th, which is today. And, um, yeah, so, so now, um, the goal is to make sure we get those first wins in November. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you've been doing a good job of that over the last couple of years. Trisha Binford joining us, uh, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Uh, This year's team loaded with talent. You've been getting great talent throughout the course of the uh, your career. Um, But this year's team, how different is it from last year? You know, it's uh, it's uh, been really tricky. We've been a little bit of a roller coaster this year. We thought there'd be a lot of similarities. Um, yet we've brought in some new faces and, um, you know, I think the biggest growth in the team that we're starting to see right now is the post play and the chemistry. Um, we, uh, this last game, we started Lexi Deaton and Cola Bad Bear together. And we've got a pretty fun dynamic building there. Um, and then we've got some really good talent in the post play coming on. So I would say we, we inserted some freshmen to our returners, but we also um, inserted and got a transfer in the combo guard play um, and Grace Beasley. And so we're, we're still um, working to become that well-oiled machine, but there's 
there's definitely some moments of this group as far as um, our depth goes. I mean, we were pretty deep last year, but the depth of this team is um, at times a, a five in, five out um, depth. Depth, and uh, it's pretty uh, pretty powerful. And and so when we get rolling, we're very very tough. We're just really working on trying to keep that rolling uh, on a consistent basis. You bring up Cola and Lexi, and and just two absolute great players but better players off the floor too and I've had Cole on the show before but they they mean so much to the team and of course we haven't even brought up Darian White but um what does Cola mean to the team in your eyes well I mean she's a a key factor for us um we say we're our best when we have the the trisecta of you know Darian is getting to the foul line for us Darian like you you mentioned is such a a scoring presence as a point guard she can um, really attack the paint and um, get to the rim but then we have the inside presence uh, the balance of the high low and the post play so we're getting all those paint um, scores through the post and finding shots for other kids and that's really one of the the biggest things that we have to have from our post and cola just always has given us such great presence and lexi um, Cola missed about four games and so Lexi was um, really coming on during that stretch and now we've got him going uh, at the same time and then the third piece is the three ball in um, our perimeter play and so that balance of the inside out and sharing that ball, moving moving that ball um, a lot of times that's a Caitlin Mardo, Aliyah Beatty, mm-hmm. we've got a Dylan Phillip coming off the bench we have a Taylor Jansen coming off the bench we do have a lot of kids that can stretch the floor and hit that outside shot um, but but, uh, you know, that balance of our teams um, has been something when we started turning the corner, it was that, that balance of a roster that has made us um, um, at a stronger level. And, you know, Darian White is t- typically the facilitator of all of that. Uh, she just has a knack of getting everybody involved. But um, I would say Cola and Lexi are really becoming a part of that because they got double teamed all Saturday and they were still found found their teammates um, at a very high level. So it's been fun to see everybody's progression and growth. And, you know, Cola um, is a senior for us and she's playing like a senior, but like you said, off the court, um, the things that she does um, to take her platform and, um, you know, make an opportunity um, to impact in some other ways. But no more Stone Sisters game is um, something that comes to mind when I think of Cola. And she's also uh, the president of the American Indian Council. She's a lot that she's doing in our community, um, on our campus, and she just is not going to stop. No, she's fantastic. couple final questions for Montana State women's coach Trisha Binford picked up her 300th career victory. You opened the conference uh, home portion of the uh, season this weekend. What do we expect? Uh, no, uh, two more tough battles. Um, you know, we were talking with the Eastern staff before a game, and, um, you know, we just come off a tough loss against Idaho. They come off against tough loss against Montana and and uh, just talking about, hey, after this weekend, somebody's going to be 0 2. And there's so many teams right now that um, could be competitive for uh, Big Sky title. You know, it's like every single game you have to lock in uh, when you tip up that ball. Um, it's going to be a fun journey. It's going to be a fun season to see how this shakes out. Um, Northern Colorado um, traditionally just does a really good job of packing the paint uh, with their zone, and they've 
added some transfers and gotten some size. And then you have Northern Arizona, who always is uh, tough to keep points off the board. That that, mm-hmm. that team uh, is traditionally um, scoring at a very high level. So we're just going to have to continue making sure we get better. We uh, continue to look in the mirror and uh, bring our best, our best A game. But um, we are certainly our best when um, we out-team uh, other teams. And so it's going to take all of us to do that. When do we see Trisha Binford court? Say that again. When do we get Trisha Binford court? <laughs> I don't know what you mean there, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got Robin Selvig court now. Finally, um, you're only oh court. I thought court. you said sports. I'm having no, no, a hard no, time court, court, court. my phone. I'm sorry. Um, well, you know, I uh, I think I'm at a, like an eighth of uh, the wins that Hughes, he's had. Um, and I will say he did shoot me a text and um, congratulate me, which is a tremendous honor to get any kind of a text yeah. um, um, from somebody of what he's done. And um, Rob and I would, it's funny because we were such competitors for so many years, but um, it's it's been fun to kind of support each other um, uh, with his retirement and uh, the house that Rob built and mm-hmm. uh, just uh, admire him greatly. So it'd be an honor, but right now I'm just going to focus on trying to get 301 on Thursday. How about that? <laughs> I, I love it. It'll be Benford Court at some point, I'm sure, but you've got 565 wins to catch uh, Coach Selvig, so... Yeah, um, I'm hoping I'm retired by then, just to be flat out honest. Let's be transparent. Um, he uh, he uh, got a, a little bit earlier of a, a start, and he had that thing rolling. But um, yeah. we definitely feel like we we have a special place where we get to do special things right now. We're, yep. we're definitely not going to undervalue that at all. And um, every, every single day with our kids, I want to make sure that I'm going in with appreciation every day to get the best in uh, – um, and stretch and I'll just also just be grateful. Um, you and I were joking that we have the best jobs in the world. So yep. I'm just really grateful that we get to do what we do. Well, you've, uh, you've built women's basketball to a standard that has never been reached at Montana state. And it was a pleasure to work with you for all those years and see a lot of those victories. So, uh, congratulations on 300, get 301, you know, I'm rooting for the cats. So, um, appreciate the time coach. Good luck this season. And we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Jason. That is Trisha Benford, Bobcat women's basketball coach, joining us on the Jason Walker Show. Thanks to the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It is your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike Miller State Farm in Helena today. Bobcat men on the road this weekend because the women are at home. So that means uh, the Grizz men are on the road and the Lady Grizz are at home. And by the way, I saw this on Twitter today from a well-known sportscaster in Montana who has been in the Frontier Conference for a long time. There's, there's no lady in front of anything in the Frontier Conference. It is the Carroll women, the Tech women, the Western women, Rocky women, Providence women, Northern women. Now, Northern women are skylights, but they're not the lady skylights. There's no lady. There's no lady bobcats. There's only, I believe, five or six NCAA schools that go by Lady. Lady Vols, Lady Texers, Lady Grizz being a few of them. And in Montana High School, there's not many ladies either in front of the mascot name. I know there's a couple, but it's the Helena High Girls, the Capital Girls. 
It's not lady. It's not the Helena Capital Lady Bruins. It's the Capital Women or Capital Girls. So, just a little vent. Uh, update on Demar Hamlin. Um, he is still listed in uh, stable but critical condition, and the NFL, according to uh, reports, will not resume the Bills Bengals game at all this week, which is a great call. And I don't know if you can postpone the, the season by a few weeks. You know, you'd have to move the Super Bowl. You'd have to move everything. But is that the right decision to maybe postpone the, the entire season a couple? I mean, they did it for COVID. They move games around all the time for COVID. This is life and death. I mean, this guy's fighting for his life after collapsing, being, you know, issued CPR an AED to, to jumpstart his heart, to start his heart on the field. So I think, I think moving this game or moving the season in general would be the best thing. But that's just my opinion. You can weigh in at Jay Walker Sports. You can uh, call in or text anytime, 406-209-1267. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get Scott Evans, former Helena High coach, his thoughts on what happened with Hamlin last night in the NFL and how's life as a mountain man treating him. Scott Evans will join us coming up next. This segment of the Jason Walker Show brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. L&P Grocery offers Boulder a convenient shopping experience, whether you're stopping in for a few things or stocking up for the week ahead. From fresh produce and meat to all the staples you need to feed your family, you'll find it here. L&P Grocery is also proud to have partnerships with local brands and carry products unique to the area. Stop by to exchange propane tanks, pick up fishing tackle, grab your prescription, or get your photo taken at the pitcher kiosk. They're delighted to be the one-stop shop for local area Boulder residents who want Want to support local business? Visit lnpgrocery.com and at 215 North Main Street. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. 
at Montana Custom Log Homes. If you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Summer, the season to work hard, play hard. The days are heating up and getting longer. The smell of fresh cut grass, the hot sun on your skin. We kidding. We all know you're really thinking about having fun and relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one. Play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place. The Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from Mulundi Center, the Copper Club Casino. is the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by the Copper Club Casino. Hot games, warm folks, cold beer, stop in, drink and gamble responsibly. Coming up on the show this week, we're going to talk with Sam Herter, Hero Sports FCS. He'll preview the FCS championship game, which is coming up Sunday afternoon on ABC from Frisco, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, the Bison, we're also going to check in with Alex Eshelman tomorrow. And uh, also author Ashley Guris got a great uh, book out for daughters and parents. And much more. Going to have fun. High school hoops getting back underway. Wrestling getting back underway. The swimming as well in, in high school this week. Lots of uh, big push now until March. In about a week, and then big push to the end of May. So looking forward to it all. You can always go to jasonwalkershow.com at any time for uh, replays of this show. You can tweet us anytime at jwalkersports as well. And last night, we talked about it today, but uh, DeMar Hamlin collapsing, having cardiac arrest on the field of play in Cincinnati, the Buffalo Bill defensive back. And uh, joining us now to talk about his thoughts and much more on the situation is the former head coach of Helena High. Now he's a mountain man. His name is Scott Evans, and he joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline here on the Jason Walker Show. Well, Coach, Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. It's been a while since we chatted. Are you? How's life as a lumberjack, mountain man? You know, <laughs> I... I'm getting pretty good at it. I actually enjoy it. I, I do a lot of skid steer stuff and a lot of chainsawing and wandering through the woods and get a lot of time to myself, I guess you'd say. So I don't, that might be a benefit to most people out there. So, <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. How's the family? Very good. Yeah. We just got back from new year's. We went down to the Fiesta bowl, actually the wow. wife and a couple of the boys went down and watched the Michigan TCU game. So had a great holiday with all of them and, going to take a trip with each other so things are going well so it's it's been it's been enjoyable so far in retirement yeah for sure uh scott evans joining us the former helena high football coach now a mountain man in idaho um <laughs> <laughs> and i mean that in the best way oh yeah yeah I, trust me I, i'm i'm like it i i don't think i i had to learn how to tie a tie the other day and i don't know how to do it so. i don't think i've ever seen you in a tie 
Oh, it's not something you want to see. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's more like a noose to me. So I just, I basically say no to that most of the time. Polos and uh, usually shorts or um, sweatpants, coaching pants. Yeah, yep. I, you know what? I, I now I don't even wear a polo. I, the collar is probably a disturbing factor of my life now. I've worn a collar shirt a couple times in the last month and a half or so just to make sure my wife knew that I could actually put on one again. So, yeah, unless the collar has a flannel with it, it's not probably a shirt I wear anymore. Oh, that is fantastic. Um, I reached out to you today, Coach. I wanted to talk to a former coach about what happened last night in the NFL um, with DeMar Hamlin, a scary just tragic situation. What were your thoughts watching the game? Or I don't, I mean, I don't know if you saw it live or, or whatnot, well, but what were your thoughts? You know, we were sitting there watching the game. Of course, you know, it was a great matchup and everything and wanted to watch that game. We had just actually flown back from the Fiesta Bowl and got back in. So the wife and I sat down and watched the game. And I'll tell you what, it was one of those moments, you know, you, you don't know what's going on at first because, you want, you've seen injuries, unfortunately, in football, and I've been around it for 40 years. And the event itself was, you know, it was a, a normal event if you've seen, you know, and you, you see, stop the game and you go from there. But then all of a sudden you, you, you could just kind of feel the moment change. And I, I just know that I was in a, a, a moment of kind of shock and not even knowing what to say or to do. And because – you know, never being being around the game that long, I've never seen anything quite like that before. Uh, we just kind of sat there and just, you know, of course we did our prayers and things like that. And, you know, you, you can't leave any news out there because everything is so thrown out of proportion anymore in this world that I, I was glad that they weren't throwing out facts about that that weren't there. So mm-hmm. it was just shock, better shock. Well, and then you hear, you know, 10 minutes in or 15 minutes in that they're performing CPR, the AEDs brought out to jumpstart his heart. Um, I mean, this is scary. This is not a Tua concussion, which was scary in itself earlier this season. But this was, you know, life or death. And it was I, I, I scary is the only word I can come up with because you're watching it going, oh, my gosh, I think a guy just maybe died on the football field. Yeah, and I had a couple of friends text me, and they said, are, are you watching this, you know? And my oldest son in South Carolina did the same thing. He gave text to me and says, Dad, are you seeing this? And it was just, you know, it just, uh, like I said, that, that, that it was so surreal at that moment in time to be watching a live event. And unfortunately, to see that that young man was in such a situation, and, you know, even to this moment right now, you know, I'm sitting there and praying for him still, trying to yeah. figure out, you know, hopefully he's sounds like he's doing better, but it was last night was just, it was a long emotional night. I think for everybody, not just football fans, but just people in particular, just to know that number one is, is how close we are to certain things in this world. We're talking with former Helena high football coach, Scott Evans on the Mike Miller state farm hotline. We've all seen really bad injuries on the football field. We've seen the ambulance be, pulled out before last night just felt different for an hour watching everything take place and and not knowing what was going on um and and the look on the faces of the his teammates I mean you look at Josh Allen you know in tears and him and Joe Burrow and comforting each other I mean it was this was a different feeling like I said from you know we've seen guys get paralyzed on the football field we've seen really nasty broken legs but nothing like last night no, I, and, and I said, in all the years I've been involved with it, I, I've never 
seen anything like that before or even close to that. I mean, I, you know, and unfortunately, we've seen it in baseball and things like that. And, you know, going through the injuries this morning, we we're kind of talking about it, my wife and I, and she talked about Dale Earnhardt and mm-hmm. she talked about things like that. And we talked about baseball injuries where that has happened before baseball injuries were unfortunately people have had their heart stopped because of the fact the baseball hit him in the chest. And it's just, as I mean, it was, I, like I said, I, I, I still am kind of in utter shock about the whole event and scared because, you know, I, I got boys who play and, things like that and the game is dangerous anyways but never to that danger you're never expecting anything like that and so you just you just you can't even imagine can't I couldn't imagine last night what was going on when you look at the hit it looked like just a, a perfect form tackle he got up right away and then just collapsed and there didn't seem anything wrong I mean we've seen all the targeting and all the talk about that stuff lately but he didn't get hit directly in the chest. There wasn't, you know, that, that look plus padding on padding. It was, it was, I mean, textbook form tackle. Right. And and, I mean, there was nothing bad about what happened with the tackle. No, you know, the the only thing that I saw that was, you know, it's just, but it's, it's a bang, bang play. A a guy, a receiver catches the ball, drops his head down a little bit and hits him, but the guy makes a tackle and pulls him down on the ground. And I mean, we've seen that thousands upon thousands of times. And I don't know if it was just the exact moment, exact hit, you know, one of those bang, bang things that happen, surprise moments that occur because there's nothing that shows anything that would parlay what occurred from that. So yeah, I know I was the same way. I was like, Whoa. And one watching him, you know, you knew something was terrible right from the start when he stood up and then fell right back down. Yeah, I, I've seen that with concussions before, but never quite like that before. Yeah, I mean, we, like I said, you know, I brought up Tua earlier. Um, you know, that was a, a scary situation on that same field a couple yeah. of months ago, which is, you know, and then you think back to to what was his name, uh, Chuck Hughes from Detroit that died. Um, on the field, the only one in the NFL so far. Mm -hmm. Um, And hopefully that never happens again. But you've, like you said, you've been on this game a long, long time. Um, What would, if you had kids that were still coming up and not in college, would you consider not playing football? Oh gosh, no. I, I I think that's unfortunately one of the things that I don't want to see come from this Mm -hmm. is the fact that there's, a danger in the game. Well, there's a danger in every game. There's a danger that, you know, it's auto racing, you name it, motorcycle racing, horse racing, you keep going rodeo. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you name any event in sports and there's, there's, there's a possibility, unfortunately, of a tragedy. And that's, I, and most people don't even think about it that way. And I'm, the worst thing about it this young man is that this situation occurred to him and hopefully he's out, things go well for him, but to t- the sport itself is the sport. I mean, it's, it's an event that occurs. I mean, there's been tragedy in the sport before we've had exhaustion, heat exhaustion, things like that, mm-hmm. that are preventable situations that we've actually tried to work on. So I don't see that this one is particularly that it's going to happen again. And we hope it doesn't happen again, but I, I don't think I would ever dissuade somebody from not playing because that would be, I mean, there's too many things we'd have to stop doing. Right. It was because of danger. You know, I, I mean, 
that's unfortunately the worst thing about it is, is I, I'm not downplaying the thought process behind it, but we can't go about our lives thinking that everything's going to happen. Right. And so I think number one is they'll probably look at some of the situations and maybe they'll look in a, for example, the dropping of the head by offensive players, which I would say from my standpoint, from being a coach, that's one of the most misunderstood things in football is the lowering of elevation by offensive players on defensive players. So there might be things like that that you might look at, but I don't know if that could prevent that or not. We're talking with Scott Evans. He's coached the Helena High football team, longtime assistant as well, Um, retired before the season, or I guess at the end of last season. But, um, you know, sitting there watching everything last night, the first thought that came into my mind was Dan Weldon when he crashed and died at the IndyCar race in 2011. Mm -hmm. And then I was a kid, but I remember this vividly, Hank Gathers collapsing on the court with Loyola Marymount in the early 90s, and, and that was scary. Um, and it was just that, that's what I re- was reminded of that, you know, the body is the body. These guys aren't robots. And mm-hmm. I, I think we take for granted sometimes the athlete portion of things and, and real forget that they're humans. And, you know, we don't know the details of what happened. I know a cardiac arrest, but yeah, that, those were, those were my first thoughts. Yeah. I, I remember the Hank gathers one too. That came to my mind last night too, as well was at Loyola Marymount. I was the same way as like, like what just happened? I, I can remember sitting back going and you, you just, you're just an utter shock. And I was, my wife reminded me of the Dale Earnhardt mm-hmm. situation when he, when he hit the wall, you know, and it was like, I, I kind of the same event for me as things like that occur. And you just, you're it's so scary and shocking at the moment of time. Just so, and they do bring back memories. They're one of those things that it brings back those memories right away just like you said they're vivid in your mind and you remember where you were and you remember mm-hmm. what happened and it's unfortunate that this event occurred last night oh my gosh i just still right this moment i'm still yeah in utter shock about it a couple final questions for coach scott evans but uh or lumberjack coach scott evans now um <laughs> do you think the nfl handled it right last night because you hear the reports that they were going to give them five minutes to restart and warm up and then get going again. And the two coaches come together, the captains come together and say, we're not playing. There's no way we can play right now. Do you think the NFL and the teams handled the situation last night? Well, I do. Cause I don't think there's any way that you could actually prepare yourself and I, I know from a coaching standpoint, you try to prepare for every situation and that variable you'll never look into. I, I, I know for a fact as a coach, I've never picked that variable as part of it. You know, mm-hmm. you do understand injuries. You do understand the part of the game and you, you do reflect on those and you do look at those as a situational thing as a coach. But I think last night, what you saw was humanity kind of come forward and those coaches consoling each other and talking to each other and the players, speaking out and, and doing the right thing for the time and place. So I, 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 it's so commendable of those coaches. I mean, I, I think both coaches did a great job of handling the situation and as the players. And I think one of the best things about it is, is we saw a multi-billion dollar corporation, the NFL, kind of take a back seat and let the humans handle the thing for once, which I think is a good thing. Oh, absolutely. I, th- I, I mean, NFL took quite the hit on Twitter last night, re- you know, reading all of that. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't know if you can continue this game. And it was brought up today. I saw too, that, 
you know, can you push the season back a few weeks just to give all 32 teams a chance to bring in grief counselors and, and, and work through this. And I mean, there's supposed to be a game in two days on Thursday night and then Saturday and Sunday again. And I don't know how you can, as anybody in the league right now, get on the football field. Yeah. It's, it's strange. And it's, it's, it's almost reminds me of, you know, when, when nine 11 occurred and you got done and, the NFL and they, they started the games up right afterwards and Taylor Blue did that and brought the games back and people question how early it was. And I really don't know what the good answer is on that one at all. But I do understand the fact that they should bring, bring in counselors for these players because they're so attached to each other. That's, it's a small community of NFL football players. Mm-hmm. There's not very many in the world. And the reality is they all know each other and having group counselors and people coming in to actually take care of these people is the best thing they can do because that's, you know, I hate to use the word machismo, but there's a lot of guys out there who are not talking about stuff and it mm-hmm. probably needs to be talked about right away to get these guys to actually get some of those feelings out and be in a situation where number one, they can take care of each other. I a hundred percent agree. Did you, over the last 18 hours or so, have you put yourself in a coaching situation going, how would I handle this? Oh, absolutely. I, I was sitting there last night going, okay, you know, you're, first off, I watched the, the emotion of the head coach for the Buffalo Bills, and I was just beside myself for him because you could see the tears in his eyes welling up. And I thought about how close I am to my players and how close I was through all those years. And, you know, to actually be able to handle that situation from an emotional standpoint to support all your other players as well as yourself in that one, um, I went through that whole thing and how you're supposed to handle it. And like I said, I, I think those coaches did a good job of being there for their players and for each other and handling that way. So yeah, I went through the whole thing of how you do this. And, and it, it is, you know, besides everybody's competitive, everybody wants games and things like that. But boy, that was not even important at that moment. It was like, how do we handle our, help our people out? How do we make the best for our guys at that situation? So that's what I thought a lot about is, how do you take care of this? You know, we, there's tragic situations we've had in football at different times, different levels. But boy, that's for the moment one. I ran through my head a million times. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't even put myself in, in that situation. Um, I'd be just a fan in the stands going, what the heck? And then the news guy kicks in and you're like, oh, I got to find out what's going on. Um, who wins? And I was, Go ahead. From a news standpoint, I was truly impressed last oh. night by some of the, the announcers for what the how they handled it. I you know, there's a couple out there, Booger McFarland and I mm-hmm. watched Scott Van Pelt and Ryan Clark last night and I thought they did such a good job of handling the situation because once again they were in the same situation as all of us. Yep. And they were stuck be having to speak on something that they didn't even have any thoughts on because they've never been in it before. Yeah, I I'm not a Joe Buck fan, but I gave him a lot of praise uh, praise and credit last night because you're not trained for that, you know, in news or sports and sports people became news people last night in, in a way that they didn't expect. And I mean, we've seen that happen on, you know, before, but uh, with different situations, but not like that. And I thought that whole ESPN crew did a fantastic job for, you know, an hour on site. And then when they mm-hmm. sent it back to, I mean, Scott Van Pelt's the best, one of the best in the business. And oh, yeah. him and Ryan Clark, I mean, just letting Ryan Clark talk about like, you know, it's a damn game. This isn't important right now. This, this guy's life 
is it's what's most important. Well, and what people don't understand about Ryan Clark is he's lost two organs. He lost a mm-hmm. spleen and a gallbladder from earlier in 2000, like 2006. He had major surgery on both of them, lost him to the football because he had sickle cell anemia. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's a lot to be said for him coming back from two organs being taken out and then playing ball for 10 years after that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's totally true. And it's, it's, it's guys like that, that, you know, a booger McFarland, like you said, I mean, the people in the studio, the camera operators were, were helping him out, get through the segments because he didn't know yeah. what to do. No, it was, it was, it was, it still at this moment. It's still one of those moments I'll, I'll, I'll remember mm-hmm. because of just how scary it was. And, and, and just, you know, you're, you're sitting there praying and hoping and, Hey, I think there's a lot of respect that has to go around for, like you said, for those announcers, for the crews, and also the fans and the stands. I mean, they kept themselves quiet and they kept themselves in a good situation yep. where they're praying for each other and taking care of each other. That, that's one of those moments, you know, you, the human spirit hope comes out the best. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. you have to have tragic events to get it. Yeah, and that's the sad part. I mean, we saw the country come together after 9-11, and it's not together anymore, as we all know, but... Um, for that brief moment, everyone was together. And, and right now we're all Buffalo Bills fans and DeMar mm-hmm. Hamlin fans, you know, and I didn't even know who the guy was until last no, night. I, I didn't know? either, you know, and it was, it was amazing. Then you read more about his charities oh. and things that he's done. And you saw that there's $3 million that went to his, uh, a toy drive that he set up. So there's some, you know, from negative, unfortunately, we get positive, that, but it's unfortunate we have to have it from the negative sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking with Scott Evans. Before I let you go, who wins the FCS championship Sunday afternoon? Gosh, you know what? I just watched TCU live, and I, that underdog mentality, Sonny Dykes and the boys are playing very well. And I was, I was, it's a fun game to watch. I, I'm yeah. fortunate to watch that game live. But I got to tell you, Georgia's just got uh, Stetson Bennett. Is he's got, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I, mm-hmm. I, the, the walk on the kid who just who shouldn't probably be out there and <laughs> looks doesn't look the part. I just I, I I gotta vote for him. I I truly do. I I'm, I'm a Georgia fan because of him. Yeah, anybody but Alabama or Michigan. So <laughs> <laughs> now I got a son who's a huge Alabama fan, and I'm kind of a fan of Nick Saban. So he's a great coach. I, yeah, I I love what they do, and I I was so proud of those kids who played actually in a bowl game, Young yes. and Anderson, those guys that. You know, I had to root for those guys, too. But as long as USC lost, that was a great shape all the way around. <laughs> well, that's good, too. Yes. Um, all right. <laughs> South Dakota State, North Dakota State. Sunday, who wins? Oh, you know, I've got a pleasure watching both those teams play now. <laughs> They're and so good. Oh, I'll tell you, I, I think South Dakota State, their quarterback kind of makes a difference. I, I, th- I think right now South Dakota State's playing at a level that their quarterback's going to guide them. I just, I like what he's doing, and. I think they've actually got a legit quarterback who can do some things and win a national title with. So I, I'm going to go with the Jackrabbits on that one. I know that's going to go against the grain because you got the Titans of NDSU, mm-hmm. but I just, I think there's some flaws this year in them. And I think the quarterback South Dakota State's better and the Jackrabbits win it. And they got an unbelievable defense. I mean, for them to shut down Montana state the way they did, Nobody, oh. nobody was able. Oregon State couldn't even do that, and yeah, they, they were flying all over the place. And I'll tell you what, yeah. that D line linebacker course, Ooh. something else. Uh, yeah, they have some guys. They, their defense is fun to watch. At thirty-two, I think their middle linebacker is one of the mm. best players I'm going to watch this year. He's fun to watch. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, maybe, maybe before your kids graduate, we'll get a cat Grizz national championship. Oh, why would that be something else? Huh? Yeah. That, that would be crazy. I don't know if Frisco could handle all the Montanans in one, <laughs> well, one area. Hey, they've handled the North Dakotans for 11 years. I think they can handle Montana. <laughs> and I was down there last year with North Dakota fans and Montana fans. So, yeah, it's. Uh, it, it, I think if that happened, there would not be any beer left. Um, oh. But, man, there's not a rivalry in sports that could compete on a national championship stage like the Cats in the Grizz. Oh gosh, no! That would be it, it. Would be something to behold. It, you know, college game day is college game day, but a national title game with that situation—holy Moses! Were you in? I, I think a, I think a playoff game would be even bigger at the same point in time. Imagine yeah. you just have a playoff game. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's a good point too. Uh, as long as the Cats host, although they've had <laughs> success in Wagrez lately. So, um, how many years you have left as a as a fan of kids? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know how long this fan thing's going to last for me. I'm I'm missing coaching. I'll tell you that. Right now. I'm not going to lie about that. Well, I, are I, we breaking news? It. Are you going to be a coach soon again? <laughs> no, no. We'll see. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I I sat around, watched a lot of game film this last season, did a lot of things like that, talked a lot of football, and watched a ton of football. I probably watched more football than ever before which is kind of hard to imagine, but <laughs> now I get to watch every game. So it's pretty much, I, I think I've become a worse, a worse addict than I was before with football. So no, I no breaking news yet, but I'll tell you what, I, 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 I've been kind of trolling out there a little bit and looking around. So we'll see what happens. You know what you should do is just become an analyst. You'd be a great analyst. You just can't cuss on the air. <laughs> hey, I did a game this year. I enjoyed it. With SWX I a, or? I did a color commentating at a, the Sentinel Bengal game on the radio for. Nice. At one point from the halftime on. So I, I got on there for a little bit. See, I think that, I think you could do that. You know, Rochelle Sayers did play or color with me one time um, out in Idaho and she killed it. So coaches have great, great, like coach Turcott. You know, he, well, he's a yeah, great analyst. Yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, there you go. Because then you get, to, you get to watch all the games. You get to break down because of the game you're calling that week. I'm just saying, I think you got a career as an analyst. Well, I'm going to let you be my front man on that one to get me started in my career, my second career on that one, okay? okay. I'm all for it. Next time uh, SWX reaches out to me looking for somebody, I will call you. Will you travel yeah. to Northern to do a game with me? I, I would travel to Northern for a game. I want to see their new facilities. Uh, they're they're nice. They're not great yet. They're still no. They don't have bathrooms at the stadium. It's just outhouses or porta potties. <laughs> um, but the field is nice. They you know, and it's on campus. And I hope Jerome can turn that thing around. But I don't. I see, do. Too. I don't see Gosh, it that. That'd just be good for Northern Montana. Oh well, yeah. I mean. It, they have a they have a tough time recruiting there. Yeah, my dad's from my dad was from Haver, so I understand that completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, continue the great work as mountain man chopping down. Hey, you know we're we're going to start building a cabin um, up at Sealy probably this summer, so um, I might need your uh, 
your uh, skid steer expertise, uh, clearing out the, the clearing the road and all that stuff and clearing uh, deadfall. Call me up. I'll have her over. <laughs> um, that would be perfect. You could, you could, br- we can work on football analysis while we're doing work. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. <laughs> beverages included. And I'm all, I'm in. Oh, I'll definitely include beverages. Yes. <laughs> I'll go to Costco and get all the water they have. <laughs> and maybe some other things they have there too. So, oh, okay. so good. <laughs> Hey, uh, say hi to the family, especially your lovely wife and uh, keep up the great work. And I look to uh, talk again and thank you so much for giving us perspective on uh, a tragic situation in the NFL. I appreciate it, Jason. You take care and all the best to you and your family. That is Scott Evans, former Hell in a High football coach, joining us. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. Your home, your auto, it's your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike Miller, State Farm in Helena today. Uh, appreciate Coach Evans, man. He's he's always been so much fun to chat with over the years, and uh, he's doing he's doing he's doing life, which is great. Uh, let's see. Let's do On This Day in History. It is uh, January the 3rd, 2023, National Chocolate-Covered Cherry Day. My grandpa loved those chocolate-covered cherries. Um, National Drinking Straw Day. On this day in 1920, Boston Red Sox owner Harry Frazee announces an agreement to sell Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees for $125,000 in cash, a $350,000 loan, the start of the so-called Curse of the Babe or Bambino, for 84 years. 1931, Montreal Maroon Center, Nell Stewart scores the fastest two goals in NHL history, scoring four seconds apart. 1943, this is the only time this has ever happened. Max and Doug Bentley with an assist on Brother Reg's only NHL goal. The only time a trio of family members score an assist on a scoring play. 1983, Tony Dorsett, Dallas Cowboys running back, NFL record, 99-yard rushing touchdown. What's interesting about that, Cowboys only had 10 men on the field. The fullback didn't go into the game for that play. 1991, Wayne Gretzky, the fastest and the youngest in NHL history to score 700 goals, took him just 886 games, 29 years, 342 days old. Happy birthday today to the great Hank Stram, Kansas City Chiefs uh, coach, 1923. He was born in Chicago, passed away in tw- uh, 2005. I-, I think I've told this story before, but um, I-, I caddied in Jan Stenerud's celebrity golf tournament in Bozeman one year at Riverside. And I got to caddy for two straight days with George Brett. Fantastic, fantastic time. Great weekend. And George Brett, Great golfer. Unbelievable baseball hitter. Great golfer as well. But I was telling him what I was, you know, my dream, doing play-by-play, all of that. He introduces me to Hank Stram. Walks me over. Says, Coach, this is Jason Walker. Kind of fills him in a little bit about, you know, me wanting to do sports. And now Hank Stram used to work at CBS. And Coach Stram gives me his business card. Tells me to call CBS in New York and say, Hank Stram told me to tell you to hire me. I never made the call, but just a great moment in, in, uh, in my life. Happy birthday today, too. Winnie Cooper. Danica McKellar. 
born on this date in 1975. She's got amazing books. She's become an author. Good Night Numbers, uh, Bath Time, Math Time. My, my daughter loves those. Um, there's another one we have. She's got a few for all ages, teaching math and, and, and great stuff. So happy birthday to the great Danica McKellar. We've reached out. We're trying to get her on the show just to talk because it's Winnie Cooper. Anybody in their 40s that watched The Wonder Years growing up had a crush on Winnie Cooper. Let's, let's be honest here. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Make sure you stop in for the best cage in this side of New Orleans. My wife just sent me a text, and she goes, are you hiding something from me? And I said, no. She goes, are you sure? And I said, yeah. A Helena resident claimed a million-dollar jackpot in the uh, 2022 Montana Millionaire Game, the lottery announced today. Uh, the Helena resident who declined to be identified publicly purchased the winning ticket at Town Pump on 10th Avenue South in Great Falls, claimed the ticket uh, winning prize two days after Christmas. I did buy my Montana Millionaire tickets in Great Falls at a Town Pump on 10th Avenue South. Now, there's like 27 of them, so I don't know which one sold it, but um, it was not me. I did not win the million. So I wish. Uh, the other million-dollar winning ticket sold in Butte has not yet been claimed. So there you go. Congratulations. Somebody in Helena is a millionaire and Butte. Or maybe it was just somebody driving through Butte. But definitely somebody in Helena. Uh, let's see here. Anything else we missed today? I don't think so. Our auto concepts performance of the week per uh, players, Jamie Pickens and Cam Hilborn of Carroll College. Pickens hitting a 1,000-point barrier. And Cam Hilborn, the all-time assist leader now at Carroll College. Uh, we got a new puppy. His name is Jordan. Named after Jordan Spieth. My wife will say Michael Jordan, but it's Jordan Spieth. Maybe both. Uh, my daughter wanted to name him um, Rainbow Dash Boy because it's a boy puppy. But he's super cute. He's annoying the older old ladies of the house in uh, the 10-year-old Che and 12-year-old uh, Penny. But he's a good boy. Good boy. Slept all night in his kennel for the first time. We've had him two nights. He slept with me the first night and literally didn't leave my side. And then last night, he uh, were kennel training, so he slept all night. No whining, no crying, no barking. He was good. So It's awesome. Uh, there we go. Hey, thanks to Trisha Benford for joining us. Tom Schultz, the uh, sports information director down there at MSU, for helping out the assistant and uh, making sure that happened. Scott Evans, thanks for joining us from his remote cabin where he's a mountain man lumberjack now. Our thoughts and prayers with Damar Hamlin and his family. We'll have updates tomorrow, hopefully. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. Thanks to our great sponsors, our fantastic listeners and viewers. We'll do it again tomorrow. Ashley Giris, author. Alex Eshelman, sports reporter extraordinaire with some big news coming up as well. 
Hope you can join us. This is the Jason Walker Show. See you on Wednesday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.